Just me and the bean. 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 Hello and welcome to Me and the Bean. I'm me. And I'm the bean. And this is show number... 62. That's right. So what's up, girl? Mm, I don't know. What's up with you? <laughs> we went. We had a uh, a nice weekend. Mm, I we took did. you on a surprise date that a you didn't know anything about. Date. It was cool. In my wildest dreams, I had imagined that we would drive to Winston and go swing dancing or have supper, have a really nice supper somewhere, maybe like Lucky 32 or Village Tavern, and then go swing dancing. And we did neither, or we did some of that. We did none of that, but it was, um, and that would have been grand, but what we did was so on the next level. It was really fun for me. So I didn't let her know what we were doing, and we were driving you know, out of the city, got my parents to watch the kids. And you have to know this about you, that you cannot keep a secret. Yeah, I'm, I'm horrible at it. You get so excited, and you just want to really share. That's true. So you kept this for four days? Mm, yeah. So that's pretty Maybe. good. <laughs> <laughs> Three. I, don't, I can't remember. And about ooh, Burlington, mm-hmm. you said, do you want to know? And I said, no, don't tell me, but are we going to Chapel Hill? Right? Did I guess Chapel Hill first? Something. I said Raleigh. Yeah. And then... About 30 minutes later, I told you we were eating at a place called Vivace. Yeah, and it's this beautiful... It looked like a restaurant from Sex in the City. Yeah. Where they get all dressed up and go out. And there were lots of chic people in there. It was a, it was a restaurant I knew you would love. So, I mean, that's why I picked it. it I went online beautiful. and I searched, you know, restaurants in Raleigh or something. And it was all black and white. And the they were like these big square paper lanterns and white sheets blowing and the line the walls were lined with wine bottles and it was a lovely place and our food was yummy we met some friends there yeah we met my friend from high school misty and her roommate who's from italy her name's alicia yeah she it was funny we were in an italian restaurant with an italian yeah, she was like, no, this is not Italian. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't being dismissive. She was saying, this dish does not exist. In Italy. This is not an Italian dish. Salmon with uh, chickpeas and And there was something else greens. with the... with the. There was even some stuff she was like, uh, there's no word for this in Italian. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I honestly... This is terrible to admit, but I honestly only caught about half of what she said. Well, the restaurant was... It wasn't... It loud, but there was some volume there, okay. and she talked low, yeah. and she spoke with an Italian accent. So all those combined, <laughs> she was sitting right next to. Well, yeah, still, <laughs> she was very nice. Mm-hmm. Cute. So dinner was delicious. We had a beautiful bottle of Cabernet mixed with what San Sangiovese. I had water. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember. And then we had a really nice dessert. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. It was a chocolate molten lava cake. Yeah. With some vanilla mousse, pumpkin mousse. Something I think it was vanilla mousse, mousse. On the side. And some raspberry whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff we don't know how to say or make. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got in the car and drove to 
the RBC Centura Coliseum mm-hmm. and saw Michael Bublé. Yeah, which who, the Bean loves that kind of music. So. Mm-hmm. Jazz. And he did mostly standards, and, which I love. <clears throat> and the best part about it for me was his band. Yeah. Well, he was a great entertainer. Amazing entertainer. Like, even if you don't like his kind of music, he... Uh, Charismatic. You're there for the show. Charisma just dripping off of him. Yeah. 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 He had enough for everybody in the place. Mm-hmm. He was... That was... That actually made the show, really. Yeah. And uh, the standards were great. And the band was... Oh, so good. I like horns. There yeah. were nine of them. Nine horns. Or more, 12. I don't know. Three, three, three. Nine. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, his his own songs not exactly nah. my cup of tea, nah. but enjoyable. They're just standard song singer songwriter fare. They have nothing to do with the kind of music he otherwise plays. Yeah, not a lot of Frank Sinatra in his own. It's more stuff. like uh, I don't know, just light radio rock. Yeah, but but hey, I'm not taking anything away from him because when he perform, he's a performer. Not everybody's a singer. So not everybody's a songwriter. And, and when yeah. he performs. Oh, gosh. It's, when he's doing the standards, that's what he was born to do. Ah, it is great. Mm-hmm. It a very good show. And, you know, jazz, you'd think of like a small, smoky club and dim lighting. And this was intimate with 8,000 people. Yep. It was incredible. Yeah. It was very cool. Except for the people in front of us. <laughs> they didn't. Oh, God, yeah. There us. was this mother and father with their daughter. and She's probably a college student. Yeah, she looked, but I think she might have been younger. Really? Just how her actions were when he got into his racier comments. Huh. It could well, have been because she, she was with her parents. And she could have she could have been a very secluded girl or what, what else that word for that? Whatever it is, you call me all the time. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, Anne of Green Gables, I don't know. <laughs> but... Amanda, when we got there, uh, no, after we had to go out and get, we was there was this acapella group at first, and they were great. They were doing Naturally voices seven. and everything. They were and, good. Um, this one guy could make his voice sound like Jimi Hendrix guitar. Yeah, you know how people say, oh, you know, I do beatbox or I do sounds. Uh, no, nah, these people really did it. I mean, there's a few people that really sound like what they're trying to do, and they did it. So it was, it was like cool. seven of them, and... Mm-hmm. They would do, I, I think the, we got there late, so they were doing uh, I Can Feel in the Air tonight by Phil Collins. Yeah. And it sounded like it had a whole band going on. It yeah. was just them with their voices. It was cool. It was awesome. Um, so you left for the intermission. We come back, and I think you barely bumped into him. I hit the older gentleman yeah. with my patookas. Yeah. And he acted. He flipped I'm, out. It was straight from a movie, like slapstick, like. Um, or like a the- like a bad theater actor that some people, you know, and, uh, that- some people would be honored to be hit with my gadunk gadunk gadunk. <laughs> but it was just like a, a super exaggerated head knocked forward. Like Amanda just punched him and just like holding his head. Like going- you could tell he was just so offended that that had happened to him. Yeah. And it doesn't stick out that far, folks. I mean, it's round and all, but yeah, this place was not made for tall people. No, gosh, there was no leg room. Like. I sideways or anything i couldn't turn i had to sit straight on and even sitting up all the way straight the like there was an imprint of the row mm-hmm. in front of me seat in my knee because it was just too short and so the girl was the same way i think 
I was sitting and I was I was sitting as far as I could back in my seat. Exactly. So that my knees wouldn't get next to the seat, but they were still on the seat. Yeah. And at one time, the girl just lunged back, which you would do. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. You just, she just came it's, back and sat, they, and she banged into my knees, and she just, you could tell she took such offense, like I was letting my knees hang over. I was like, it was, sorry, girl. I, the I'm seats not. were wor- worse than an airplane, by far. Yeah. But the sad thing was, it was like, the mom and the daughter, they were on constant eggshell, walking on constant eggshells, not to upset the father. Like, they knew the father didn't want to be there, and he made it very clear from his body language. And they were, they'd be enjoying something, and they'd look at, look at him, and then they'd go, you know, and you could see the enjoyment. He just sat there straight-faced with the arms crossed across his chest. And when that show was over, Boom. They no encore gone. for them. Yeah. I mean, not even good night. That show was over. They were gone. Gone. It was a man who lost a lot of stock that day. I don't <sighs> know what's wrong I'm not going to be a, that kind of father. Mm. I'm not going to be that kind of husband. <sighs> no. You were sweet because jazz is not really your thing. So I like, well, I like I like more acid jazz. Yes. Or I like the greats. I mean, I, I, I get into the greats. Um, but I could only take it for, you know, a few hours, and then I'm okay. Let me get back to my <laughs> indie rock. <laughs> Just give me indie rock. <laughs> but when the show was over, our friend Misty knew one of the knew the alto sax. Yeah. And so we got to meet him, and he he seemed pretty cool. He was real young. He was very nice to come out and say hello to yeah. us. And uh, it was cute because he's been with them for about a year and a half, mm-hmm. which I did not know. During the show. Yeah. And they, in the show, said, we'd like to welcome our brand new... Um, they said it was his first night. Yeah. He got really mad. It's funny. And and <laughs> Misty's so sweet. She's the kind of girl that, I mean, she's loyal. Her friendship is... For I life. Mean, it's, it's for life and it's loyal. And um, she was tipsy and she was just screaming out his name every time he did a solo and hooping and hollering. And the rest of this, you know... Was NPR crowd, and no offense, we listen to NPR from time to time. Amanda listens to it more than I do, but <laughs> it's it's a difference what I'm talking about. It's like, and there's no offense if you are the NPR crowd. There are a lot of starch what shirts. I'm, what I'm saying is, you don't know about any music unless you hear it on NPR, and you find out your new music by NPR, and you consider yourself cultural because you engage in the stuff that you hear about on NPR. You listen, you will go watch the documentaries, you hear about it, you hear the movies, and that's your outlet for culture. Interesting. Which is fine. At least you have one. It's a certain kind of people, and you can tell when you go. And so you know, because <laughs> in the in the in the heart of jazz, I mean, in the in the in the day of when jazz was starting, I mean, people are whacked out of their mind, snapping along, screaming, hooting, hollering, throwing stuff, yelling at the performers about go go. You know, I mean, it was it was none of this uh, reserved. Everybody sitting down, clapping at the very end, and then being quiet, and then. Because, you know, Misty was cheering it up for her friend, and we were hundreds of feet away. You could tell the people in front uh, was not too amused. No, they did not want any noise. Yeah. Whatsoever. The clapping was too much. So they moved back and forth to show their displeasure a couple of times. Yeah. She didn't cross the line. No, she was doing a regular concert appearance, but I, the whole thing was filled with NPR folk. So they did not get up from their seat. They did not. They just yeah. they sat very still, and when it ended, they clapped. 
<laughs> Sat very still. Song ended. Clap. <laughs> it was. Um, it was. It really meant a lot that you did that for us, for me. Thank you. Well, cool. I hoped it did. That was the whole point. Oh yeah. And now I'm ridiculously spoiled because I'm like, what are we going to do this weekend? Yeah. And I'm like, oh great. Because <laughs> usually when I take her to see somebody, it's like, uh, you know, somebody I really like, and exactly. she she usually likes them or already has an interest in them. But it's so much, you know, it's not. This is all about you. This is. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get some of that cake. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Because usually, you know, I'll, I'll try to keep secrets, but I'm so obvious about it. Like I was playing Jan's Lechman in the car going the way up, and we were singing along and having a good time. She's like, is this who we're going to go see? <laughs> I'm like, no, but that's what I would usually although, do. Although, earlier in the week, probably Wednesday, I was working on my homework, maybe Sunday, sometime, you said. No, you started You started uh, syncing up your iPod. Yeah. And you, I think, played a jazz song. You did something. And I said, hey, have you heard Michael Buble? You know, he's like Harry Connick Jr. I know you like Harry Connick Jr. And, you know, he was on Perez Hilton and broke up with this girl, Emily Blunt or whatever. Emily Blunt, I can't remember, Emily something. And I was like, so that that was a a smooth way to introduce him without me being obvious. And she was like, she laughed because you'd think his name's funny. Uh It is funny. And um, (laughs) she goes, well, I hadn't really heard him. And so she started playing some of his music and you liked it. And I was like, yes. That would have been a shame if I'd been like, oh, he's awful. Yeah. Well, I would have canceled it. I had plenty of time to say no. Oh, okay. Yeah, but once you said yes, I was like, okay. <laughs> well, I was worried because you said the, the first song you dug, and then the second song, he's like, mm, I don't really like this. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but then you played like two or three more, and it was more of the kind of stuff yeah. I know you like. Yeah. Evan had a filler word, and he hardly ever uses it anymore. Of course, he's almost six. As he was learning to speak and increasing his vocab, anytime he needed to to fill in, mm-hmm. he'd go conational. Do you remember that word? God no. And it took me. So like using a sentence. Um, I was gonna go over here to the space station and conational blow this guy up and. Oh uh, okay. Just kind of just throw it in there yeah. to you know fill in the stream of stuff that's coming out. Lots of children do that. Everybody has their own filler words. Yeah. Max's seems to be samba, samba, samba. Samba, <laughs> samba. Well, Evan had a... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. But so I fi- it took me months to figure out what the word was that he was saying because he would say it so fast and it was a nonsense word. And so finally one day he was like, and what's that word again? Talking about something completely different. And I said, was it conational? And he goes, his eyes got big and he goes... <laughs> How do you know that word? <laughs> cute. Well, he he started. He said another Evanism the other day that we found extremely cute, and you probably can tell it better than I can. He came off the bus. Oh, he said, "Truth is rich, but I like who I am." And at first, what did you think he was talking about? I thought he was being philosophical, and I was like, "What?" And you called me and you told me about it. Even though you seem to think you you told me with the full stuff, we still thought it was. I'm pretty sure you called me, and we still thought it was philosophical. And, Truth is rich, but I like who I am. And we were just like, ah, oh, that's that's so cool. Like, you know, don't really understand what that means. Yeah, but, but we were. It it sounds so profound that you're like, oh, his mind, he's thinking uh-huh. abstractly and everything. So it, you know, it put a little. <laughs> 
Our kid's awesome. He's the smartest kid in the world. Type thing. And then later we found out that a kid on his bus is, bus is named Truth. Yes. And that how they did it, you know how kids get, my daddy's better than your daddy, or I got this, well, I got ten of those, you know, how kids do, how their minds work, what's were, better. And they were talking about PlayStations, and see, we have one PlayStation, and when my brother got a, we got, we got a PlayStation 2, and when my brother got his PlayStation 3, he decided that he was going to give all his games and his PlayStation 2 to Evan. And at first we were like, oh, thanks, but we don't know what we're going to do with this. So it sat in a box. And then we thought, and then you and him were playing so much Star Wars Legos that I hooked one upstairs and one down here in my office because he liked to play and be near me. That one broke. And then, as you guys know, my mom went and bought a PlayStation 3 so she could play with him. Um, so in Evan's mind, he has three PlayStations. So I guess him and Truth got into a bragging competition. Mm-hmm. And he said he had three PlayStations, and Truth said he had five. Five, and so Evan said, "Truth is rich, but I like who I am." And that's awesome. <laughs> that makes it it's even still, that much more awesome. Yeah, it's still philosophical. Oh yeah, I mean, he's happy with who he is, and that is the best thing that I could ever wish for him. If we can keep that going for another twelve years, <laughs> we'll be doing good. <laughs> I'm about to put out a book on parenting. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, folks. <laughs> so sweet. Max has a Maxism. What is he? Sturkle. What's that? Circle. Oh. Sturkle. But yeah, you used to call all circles balls. Yeah, that's true. Sturkle. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. So cute. So he's finally talking. He's talking a lot now. Mm-hmm. And he was over at grandmother's the other day, and he always goes over and gets two cookies and hangs out with them for a little bit and then leaves and comes back over here. And Went over there today. Uh-huh. Didn't come to the door. I guess they were resting. Mm-hmm. And he... Freaked out. Was mad. Yeah. He rang that doorbell probably 16 times. <laughs> <laughs> bad. He'll ring their doorbell, beat on their door. And it's gotten, unfortunately... He'll 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 be eating one cookie and he'll leave the other one just dangling on his other hand and the dogs come and take it, and so Grandma's like, "I'm not giving you another cookie. I'm giving you only one cookie and you eat that and you come back and you get another one." And uh, her and Grandpa no. said, "He said two cookies, Grandma. I'll be mad." And they they thought that was so hilarious. They <laughs> laughed and laughed and said, "No, you're just getting one cookie." And he just got gesture and did with his hands. He goes, "Grandma, I'll be mad." <laughs> She's like, you just have to be mad. You only get one cookie. <laughs> Remember, you can reach us on the web at meandthebean.com or send us a voicemail at meandthebean at podcastrant.com. <laughs> that was email. I keep doing that. What'd you do? I said voicemail. Oh. So the email is at meandthebean at podcastrant.com and the voicemail is at 336-283-0576. Say it one more time for Red Boy, because he has a hard time punching the numbers. 336-283-0576. Hey, J- just in case Red Boy's learning Spanish, let's do it in Spanish. Tres, tres, seis, <laughs> dos, ocho, tres, cero, cinco, siete... What's the number? I forgot it. Zero five seven six. Yeah. Let's do it. In, let's do it in French, just in case he's learning French. Un de toi, toi, toi. Think. <laughs> Sit. 
Sweet nifties. Oh, yeah. Twa, twa. Sink. De. Wheat. Twa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what zero is. I don't is. either. Zed? No. Zero. Uh, God, sink. Oh, I, I screwed it all up because sink is five, not six. No, cat is five. Un, deux, trois, Oh, no, that's four. Sink, say, sit, wheat. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, we messed up the French. <laughs> Sorry, Saskia. <laughs> Saskia, if you'd like okay. to demo that over to us, we'll be happy to put it on. Uh, just inside. in case he's learning Japanese. Let's do it in Japanese. Uh, that'd be all you, my friend. Okay, until next time, guys. See ya. See ya.